you know, I did pretty well. I got to like one of the top teams in the city and it was like kind of from the outside, like I looked like I was doing really well. And, but on the inside, I was like, I just, I pushed myself so hard and I was so driven on just like trying to make money that I was like, mm-hmm. like, what is this? What is this like sort of like hamster wheel that I'm on? Hey, 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 welcome back to Just Doing Life with your favorite host, Megan. <laughs> I, I was gonna about to do like the hey, 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 thinking like Fat Albert, but... Hey, 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 who wants to play? I tried to speed it up this time, so... Welcome back, everybody. I hope you guys are happy to be here. It's, again, been a couple weeks since my last episode, but that is okay because today I have an interview, and I know you're probably getting sick of listening to just my voice, so here's some conversation coming your way in today's episode. Um, I spoke with a great guy from New York, Tom. He was working in the corporate world doing, um, you know, like classic sales jobs, and decided, you know, I'm not into this anymore. I'm, I'm going to totally drop this, go for my passion in fitness, wellness, and is now doing his own sort of um, like personal training and online coaching. So tune in or stay, you already tuned in. So <laughs> stay around for that story. Um, I was trying to think of some like anecdotes for you guys since it's been a minute since I've last been here. But honestly, like there's just so much that's happened in the past th- three weeks that I don't even know where to begin. Like, I'm looking at my list here. I have an antidote about a homeless man kissing my hand. Um, Like, why that happened, how I let it happen, I don't know. But moral of the story is if someone asks you if you date a 60-year-old man and you think he's just trying to have friendly conversation, no. (laughs) No, he just wants to kiss your hand with a sloppy, toothless, drooly kiss. Um, Anyways, so that's that. Maybe this is a good good shout-out plug if anyone can help me out, but um, it's kind of funny. In this episode today, at one point, Tom and I are talking about... um, like doing some self-reflection rather than, you know, jumping around from job to job, you know, making all of these reactive decisions. And here I am looking at Airbnbs and Facebook Marketplace for short-term subleases in Boston because I really want to get out of Chicago. Not even that I want to get away from Chicago, but just because I'm like ready to, you know, do something new. I need something new. I need something to get me going. So that being said, if anybody has any connections in Boston, please send them my way. Tell them this crazy, awesome, super fun, talented, amazing, incredible, gifted person named Megan. She wants to be your roommate, okay? That'd be great. Um, Anyways, let's just get right into the episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoy, and as always, stay in for the final messages. (laughs) God, I can't form words. Stay tuned. No, I said tuned already. Just stick around at the end for me to talk more about this episode. Okay, bye. We'll just kick it off. Hey, everybody. I have Tom here with me today. Tom, if you want to go ahead and just give yourself a little intro, where you're from, hobbies, um, anything you want the audience to know. Um, So, hey, guys, I'm Tom McGee, and I'm uh, born and raised in Connecticut, but I live in New York City now. Um, I am a online fitness coach and uh, part-time personal trainer. some hobbies about me well it's kind of I guess in my profession anything that's like health wellness uh fitness like I'm all about that 
Um, I got a few other interests that are like, I love learning about just like different businesses, investing, all that type of stuff. But, um, you know, and all the normal things, hanging out with friends and family. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can just kick it off then with the, the way I like to go about this is I'm really trying to get at what your career aspirations were, how they kind of changed over the years and really the mentality that you had, you know, as you made these leaps from career to career. I know I, I stumbled upon your TikTok that you kind of talked about, you know, you doing the corporate life for a couple of years and then went for your new passion in the fitness industry. So I'd love to start off with high school, what you were thinking, like going into college, what you studied there. Um, and then we can kind of just see where that flows. Yeah. Okay. We're going way back. Um, yeah. Sorry. I know. Well, cause listen, I started off in high school having no freaking clue what I wanted to do and it's changed a bunch since then. So I like to hear how people start out. No, that's great. I mean, yeah. So I mean, even kind of going back to high school, I would say I, I didn't, I, I, you know, I was always like an okay student, but I never was really interested in anything I was learning in the classroom. Okay. Like it just, there's nothing that really like excited me. Um, I, growing up, I was pretty athletic, so I gravitated towards sports and I realized that was something that I found was just very natural for me. Um, and I think that was sort of the thing that kind of made my overall kind of high school experience, uh, positive because mm -hmm. it just gave me a lot of like, it, I met a lot of friends It gave me a lot of confidence and I had the opportunity to be like, you know, captain of certain teams. Um, and I think that was also escape for me because, you know, even growing up, like, uh, so a little bit about me too, I'm dyslexic. So like school was not like the easiest thing for me. Mm -hmm. um, but as I got older, I've realized that, you know, sometimes like leaning into some of these things that I thought were, you know, I didn't have interest in, they actually became more interesting later on. Um, and it was just kind of like the way they were being taught to me, which was kind of, kind of interesting. Okay. I, I learned that later. Yeah. Um, but going into, so basically like after um, high school, I went to college of Charleston in South Carolina and, you know, I, it's kind of was like the same thing for, I would say for high school for me, but it was like, I didn't play, I didn't play any organized. Um, I played like club sports, but I didn't play any like actual um, you know, organized team sports. So mm -hmm. college was okay, but I never felt like I found like that thing again, that like was exciting to me. Um, mm -hmm. fast forward after college, I, uh, went into tech sales and wait, sorry, um, sorry. What did you study in college? Uh, I was a communications, uh, major. Okay. So, uh, very, very kind of like general, um, yeah, you could do a lot with it wherever you kind of want to take it. Exactly. Okay. And, um, and yeah, so it was like, I, I just kind of was kind of just going through college versus like, really, I would say, um, feeling like I knew what I wanted to do and had like a real direction. I was just kind of going along with uh, what I thought I should be doing. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, I'm so, glad you're, I'm glad you're bringing that up. Sounds like you were just kind of, you know, just get the degree is, is where your mindset was. And I think a lot of people go through that is you get told you go to college, you get your degree and that's how you automatically get a job. So, so a ton of people go into it literally just looking for the title of like, I'm a college grad, I have an undergrad diploma. Um, so I'd like to hear this kind of perspective. Yeah, definitely. And I was definitely that type of person. I was just trying to check the boxes and, mm -hmm. um, 
to get like a good job. And, you know, I think the other thing too is, you know, I always thought like you needed that sort of like traditional job to make a living and like, you know, make the, make good money. And again, like the, all these things kind of my perspective on this really changed as I got older. Mm-hmm. Um, so immediately after college, I worked in uh, like a, I had a tech sales job and I, I did really good with that. And then I was like, okay. Um, but again, like I wasn't really like excited about it. I just yeah. was like, I found like, oh, like this is something like I could do and do okay with. Um, and how did you land that, that job? Uh, so I, after... I think it was, it was basically like after college, um, I was just like, it was a, you know, and it started off as like an entry level. Like I just, uh, just the guy who hired me, he's like, you know, we'll give you a shot, mm-hmm. but it's like, when it's in sales, it's sort of like you get paid like a small base and then you really, it's all about what you perform. Right. right so it's right. like what you bring in. So I really, I mean, here's the thing, like even throughout high school, like I always have been a hard worker, mm-hmm. like always, no matter what, um, it may not have showed in like all my academics. Like I always did average, I would say, but, um, I worked my butt off in, in that textile job and, uh, it was definitely very challenging. Um, but I ended up, um, being pretty successful at it and, uh, one of the top producers in the company after a year and a half, which was, it was kind of funny because in the first few months, they almost fired me. Oh, <laughs> really? Wait, okay. We, they, this sounds like a story time. You, you have to elaborate now. Yeah. So I think like, I, I think it kind of goes back again to like the way I learn. It's like, I'm when things are very rigid and structured, I, I tend to get like, I, I don't think like that. I think more abstract. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I don't think I really excelled in like the traditional school system. And I also think that's why I was not the best employee starting off in the beginning. Eventually the, the, my, my manager set me down cause the first six months I sold nothing. And okay. he's like, you know, we're putting you on a performance plan and you know, all these things. Oh, those I dreaded like, words. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like sitting me down basically. Like I could tell he had no confidence in me pulling this mm-hmm. off, but I was like, you know what? Like I'm, I'm the type of person I learned hands-on and I was like, okay, like this, that way isn't working out, but I'm going to, I'm going to just figure this out. Like I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to make this work. Um, and I just worked my butt off and I was, uh, I did a lot of like cold calling then and all this stuff. And it was crazy. Mm -hmm. I was working wild hours, but I had to prove it to myself that like I was capable of doing it. And, um, and I did it and I actually did really like well at it. And it was funny because, uh, after being there for like, I think it was a little under two years. Um, I like the last quarter I was top in the company and it was like such a flip. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, um, at that point, I like, I proved a lot to myself. I'm like, okay, like if I really set my mind to something like I can, I can do well. But again, like I wasn't really enjoying the process. I was just trying to prove something to myself. Um, okay. And uh, I told my boss. So at, at that point, I was like, okay, like I've done well with this, but now I want to make even more money. <laughs> so uh-huh. I, I was like, where can I make the most money? And I actually was thinking of like what type of careers I want to go into. And it was commercial real estate. I thought that had like the highest potential income uh, for what I was doing. 
So I told my boss I was going to um, quit that tech sales job. And he actually was like, no, you can't leave. Like, he was trying to like keep me on. And it was like the same guy that was borderline trying to fire me. Is now yeah, you're on. almost like, blacklisted. And now you're like the prize student. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny how that switched. But um, so, you know, that was that was the first sort of two years of my uh, first job. And um, and then I went into commercial real estate and I was in that for probably I don't know how many years, five years around there. Okay. And, Wait, sorry. Uh, so what made you, uh, like you said, you wanted to make more money, but what was the interest in commercial real estate? Was there somebody who, you know, mentored you that you're like, Oh, this seems like a cool profession or how'd you get into that? So I was just doing some research on my own. I just saw that like, that's like, this is kind of really not the best way to be making decisions <laughs> on what career you should be doing. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everybody so, listeners, so, so, close your ears. <laughs> <laughs> this will circle back to like where I'm at now, but uh, I literally was just like searching, like, and trying to talk to people where, like, who, like, who makes the most money. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, there's like, there's sales jobs. And then there's in commercial real estate, like, you know, doing brokerage leasing and stuff like that. I saw that that had a really high um, income ceiling. And, um, and I just had this kind of work ethic where I was like, I'm just going to, um, I'm just going to do whatever I, I'm going to work as hard as I can, no matter what it takes. And, mm-hmm. um, and I did that for a number of years and, um, I, you know, mo- I started in, you know, Charleston, South Carolina doing that. Then I moved to New York doing in, in commercial real estate. And, you know, I did pretty well. I got to like one of the top teams in the city and it was like kind of from the outside, like I looked like I was doing really well. And, but on the inside, I was like, I just, I pushed myself so hard. And I was so driven on just like trying to make money that I was like, mm-hmm. like, what is this? What is this like sort of like hamster wheel that I'm on? You mm-hmm. know, it's yeah. like, I found that like, I really hit a wall that I was like, I need something more than just the financial aspects. Like I need to feel like I have a, a bigger purpose of like what I'm doing and, um, and I also felt like my health at that point was really kind of like not doing so great. Like, um, I was in, like, my anxiety was super high. Um, I, I just was like, not feeling like I was taking care of myself. And, mm-hmm. um, and I felt like I was like, how long, like, how long could I do this? And I, at 28 years old, I took a step back and I was like, you know what, if I, stop caring so much about like, you know, what my job looked like and how much money I was initially making. it's like, if I could find something I'm more passionate about, something that really just excites me. um, And I keep working the way, like, and I take that sort of work ethic or that I've had working previously in these other jobs. It's like, how would I not just figure it out and and, and be successful? And even if I make a little less money, it's like, I probably would be a lot happier. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it, and it really kind of like took me a while to realize that. Mm-hmm. Do you think when you were, you were just talking about, you know, try to get as much money as possible and, and what it kind of was being perceived as, do you think you were at all motivated by others, people's perception of you, or was it just internally driven? I want to make as much money as possible. Definitely. I would say both. Okay. I think it was definitely both. And I think it was probably because I wasn't the best student in high school. It was like, I had something to prove to my, to my, probably myself. Um, so that's probably why I was like, so driven to like, you know, 
you know, looked apart and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. I love wearing a suit and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> the classic, like, like finance bro in New York or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Were a lot of your but, friends and family like in the same type of arena or yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I definitely grew up in like a, you know, a good area that was like a lot of people like that, like that was the area I grew up in. It was like a lot of people, I, I grew up in an area that was like an hour outside of New York city. So a lot of the people I saw were like, you know, in finance and things like mm-hmm. that. So like, to me, like that connected what like success looked like okay. and like where, yeah. where like, I feel like is the proven path to be to where I, I think I should be and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Okay. So I was definitely like, when I was younger, I was very caught up in like, again, just like trying to fit in and like trying to, um, yeah, just kind of like fit the mold. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? No, absolutely. Absolutely. I think a lot of people feel that. And especially when you're surrounded by the same types of people who are kind of imposing their values and their beliefs and their, the things that excite them onto you that might not necessarily be what you're motivated by um I think it's kind of hard to break out of that so I completely understand yeah and it like I said it really I I hit a point where I was like I just I don't know I'm I'm just I was like even if I stood in this career longer like I would just not be happy like Mm -hmm. like and I was like this isn't and I and I hit and when I turned 20 years old I was a really pivotal moment in my life because I was like you know what I still feel like I have the flexibility where if I did something completely different, I could try it out for two years. And, you know, and if it doesn't work out, I could always, you know, potentially go back to what I was doing before. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So take me through that transition then from you were, you were in your commercial real estate. Um, You said you did that for about five years or something, right? Yeah. So yeah, it was like around there. I don't, I don't know exact time frame, but it was, it was for a number of years. And, um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I, there was like a couple things that like, I just, I felt like I, I never really found something that like lit me up that I was really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I told my boss at 28, I was going to quit and I, and I really didn't have an idea of what I was going to do. And God. I was living in New York and New York's an expensive place to live. Yeah. In I'm getting like nervous for you. I'm like getting anxious over here thinking about that. Okay. Yeah. So so I, I took a step back and I did a lot of self-reflection and I, I did a few things that I, I wish I did earlier. Mm-hmm. And what I did was I, I took a few different like personality tests. I took, I did like the Myers-Briggs and like a few other things to figure out like, what are the things that I'm naturally interested in? Mm-hmm. What are the, what are, um, my intrinsic, uh, values and what are the things that like, you know, I don't value so much. And that was eye opening because a lot of things I thought about myself, I was like, I didn't think about this, you know, like these Mm -hmm. different things that like I could potentially be interested in. And I also talked to a lot of my friends and family, like people that have known me for a while. And I was like, you know, be honest with me. Like, what do you think I'm, what do you think my natural like strengths and weaknesses are? Um, and I took kind of like all that information and I like really sat on it and I had a lot of like self-reflection to figure out like what I should be doing next. And, mm-hmm. um, and I did a 180. I literally was like, I'm going to make a decision that's going to be just about my values, which I found out were really surrounding health, wellness, um, uh, fitness. And I love like, 
something that motivated me more than money was just helping other people. And it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was something that like got me excited. Like I, it's, it, it's like, and I stopped really, I was like, I'm not going to really care what I'm going to block out what other people think of me. And I'm going to just, this is an experiment I'm going to do on myself. Mm-hmm. And I owe, I owe this to myself for that. Give myself at least a year just to see what happens. Yeah. You know, and it, and that's the, always the thing I was always crazy when people say like, do what you love, but it's like, you know, it's not, um, I always thought that was like BS, but it, there is, there is something true to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I quit and I actually found out that the easiest stepping stone to like what I thought would fulfill me would be into like starting off as like a personal trainer. And that's, that mm-hmm. was my first like job outside of like, outside of working. your commercial. Okay. So did you at all consider doing personal training, you know, on the side as some sort of side gig or something on the weekends to explore that? Or, cause I mean, you really dove, you know, right in rather than like exploring it a little bit on the side. Did you consider that at all? Or were you just like, I'm so over what I'm doing right now. This is unfulfilling. I need just a whole new, like fresh start. I think the reason I didn't, I think that's a smarter way to do it. Okay. Uh, so a, <laughs> I would, if you can do that, do that. Okay. Um, I, the reason I didn't do that was I was working probably 80 plus hours a week on just doing the job I was doing before. And I, okay. I needed to take a few weeks off to like do this self-reflection because gotcha. I didn't, I didn't even know if that was what I wanted to do at that point. Like okay. I was like, I just, I was like, I just need to hit the reset. Um, and wait, I need to wait, do... sorry, sorry. So I think I, I caught that wrong. So you quit did then did your self-reflection and then oh wow so you like full-blown were just like I'm over I'm done I need to I I I started a little bit before like I started it but but I needed to really like like take uh some time to just like sit in my own thoughts yeah good for you versus versus just versus just be so reactive like I'm going from this job to this job like I I needed to take a couple weeks to like um really kind of like sit on my, on myself and get in touch with myself because I felt like I was ignoring that for so long. So I quit that and I found the cheapest place I could live in New York city, which was Mm -hmm. (laughs) with like two roommates in a flex bedroom. And I worked in a commercial gym and I did that. Uh, I told everyone it was just like a temporary thing for me just to like, just kind of like, again, like a piece because my parents were like what are you doing right right <laughs> uh like and my friend no one really understood what I was doing um so I did that as like a temporary th- I told them it was a temporary thing but like in my heart I was kind of like I feel like this is going to lead to a lot more mm-hmm. like this is this is going to be the start of something and uh I worked in that commercial gym and I was not making much money um but I like and I didn't have any experience personal training before, oh, okay. but I always knew I had none. Um, I, I, but I always knew like, uh, kind of like thinking about like myself, like growing up, like I always was athletic. I loved leading. I, I was the leader when it came to athletics. I loved to help people like all those things kind of like connected. That's what, that mm-hmm. was kind of like part of the self-reflection I had. And that's why I went into it. And, um, I, I ended up building like my client base, like super quickly like within six months I was booked and I was like, mm-hmm. wow, this is like crazy. Like I'm actually like, you know, I'm actually somewhat stable, but, mm-hmm. but I had to really put my head down and like, 
it was tough. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, but I put my head down and I, I kind of just was like, I'm going to do whatever it takes just to like explore this. And, um, I kind of, I actually, within a year of me being at that big box gym, I was like a top performer in the company. Um, I actually started to get some like celebrity clients and things like that. And it was like, it was crazy. So I was like, I was like, these are like little signals to me that I'm, I am not where exactly where I hundred percent want to be like fully, but like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm stepping in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So when you made that jump, well, I guess two questions here. One, I know you said you had to ignore everything that everyone around you was thinking. Um, but did you feel any of those pressures? Like when your parents were saying, what are you doing? Like, why are you leaving this job? Did it, did you actually feel those or were you just kind of like, you know what? Nope. This is my plan. I'm, you know, full, full speed ahead with this new personal training type lifestyle. I knew in my heart, that's, that's what I was going to do, but I didn't tell them that. Okay. I just told them that I was like, this is going to be just a temporary thing until I figure out what I'm actually going to be doing. And, so it didn't, uh, didn't like freak you out at all that everyone around you was oh, like, no, 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 Tom, no. you're it crazy. It, like, <laughs> trust me. It like, I, I, I think I kind of like, and I look back and it's like, I really probably blocked out a lot of people. Like I didn't go out much. I was just literally just like, it was hard. It was yeah. mentally hard. It was, uh, it was a hard period. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I think it was a lot of, um, I didn't, you know, I wasn't dating anyone. I didn't mm-hmm. really go out with my friends and I, but I was just, I was just so focused on just like, I just got to make this work. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if, if I put the effort in, like I've always done, I'm just like, I, I feel like I'm going to be more fulfilled. And I'm going to be happier. Um, Cause ultimately like, that's now like, my big goal is like, I want to feel fulfilled. I want to be happier. Um, and I want to just do things that like, I'm actually interested in doing. <laughs> yeah. It's that you're not dreading waking up, going to work every morning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so my second question here is you said you had, you were surrounded by a lot of people who were in that sort of like corporate world, um, like driven by money and that kind of success after you made the leap, did any of your colleagues, your friends, did they also start reconsidering what they were doing or are they still grinding out that corporate life and hating and hating their lives or where are they at? Well, I never want to put my, like my situation on like, and compared to someone else's because mm-hmm. not everyone is probably meant to be doing like the things I'm doing and vice versa. Yeah. Like some people may have, their values may be more like they want to have a regular, you know, job and work for someone. And that's totally cool. I get it. Right. Like, trust right. me. Like, um, but I knew for myself, uh, I couldn't do that. Um, mm-hmm. I needed to work for myself. And and that's why I actually ended up, uh, once I made enough clientele, I was like, I'm actually going to break off on my own and do this independently, which was sort of like the next, the next evolution. Step. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when I did that, after three months, I, um, COVID hit, which was like, holy like crap. Like okay. now it's like, I finally, I was like, finally I got some momentum mm-hmm. and now it's like, this is a huge reset. Like, like I can't even, I'm not making any money again. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I started to like make enough money to feel like uncomfortable. And now it's like, now it's restarting again. So I actually ended up moving back home with my parents. Uh, and that, 
that wasn't fun, but you know, <laughs> we all had to do, we all, we all went through COVID, right? So like yeah. we all had to do what we had to do. And, uh, and again, I sort of kept that same work ethic and I was like, okay, like I need to just make this work. And that's really where I started a lot of my online coaching, which I'm doing a lot now, uh, mm-hmm. where I program for people and I help them with their nutrition. And, um, I went hard in that. And now that's a bigger part of my business than the in-person one-on-one training. Mm-hmm. So it's like this whole thing where it's like the, all these sort of obstacles I've hit, I've, I don't know how, but I just keep, it's like, if you're going to, you just got to figure it out. I don't mm-hmm. know. And, 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 um, you know, so I've been doing this online coaching thing for like a little over, I guess, two years now. And, um, and that was that back. in response to COVID or was that something that you thought like it was eventually going to happen for you? I had it in the back of my mind that I mm-hmm. thought that was something I was going to get into. But when COVID hit, I was like, this is the opportunity for me to instead mm-hmm. of just relaxing that I could really like do a, you know, I'm not like, if I'm leaving my parents, not paying rent, like I'm going to do another pivot. And like, yeah, again, I'm, but I'm still trying staying true to my values, which was like, it had to be around something that was like wellness related, right. Mm-hmm. Health fitness, like, um, and I always thought that was the online world was probably a better way to, uh, to, to help me reach more people. Um, and I actually found it's interesting because, uh, the way I, the online coaching goes too, it's like, because it's more than just like one hour that you're with someone, uh, in terms of like getting results, it's actually worked out slightly better for most of my clients. Um, and it's, and it's more economic, uh, versus like, again, one-on-one in-person training. So it's kind of like, it kind of opened this whole new avenue for me that I wasn't really like, I didn't really think, you know, that it could be as sustainable as it is. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm still working through it and I'm still evolving and still trying to like make it better and better, but it's, uh, but, and again, like it's not for everyone, but it's, but it's been, it's really interesting to see how like, you know, things are changing and how there's other ways to help people out. Yeah, absolutely. So, so is it safe to say that you're a lot happier doing what you're doing now than what you're doing several years ago? And I, I would say there's a couple of things like about that. It's like, whatever you do, it's going to be hard work, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, um, but I want to make sure that my North star is around my, my actual value, what, what, what I value the most. And, um, I realized that it wasn't just about like, yeah, finance is important, but it wasn't, that wasn't the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it really was like health wellness, helping other people. And if I put that energy into s- that direction, that could be like my guiding North star. Mm-hmm. Um, the finances are just kind of working its way out where it's like, I'm probably making just as much as I was, if not more than I was previously. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. Crazy. It's like, yeah. I was like, I, that wasn't even in my, that wasn't even in my mind when I was doing this transition. Yeah. You were ready crazy. to go back to like the college budget and like just scraping by. Yeah. And, um, and I'd say happy. It's like, I'm, I feel like even where I'm at today, it's like, I feel I'm, I'm very like, yes, like in general, I'm very happy, but I, but what's excites me is like, I just feel like the future is so bright. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's just like so much opportunity and um, like, I love, I love working for myself. I love being my own boss. And, um, and I just feel like it's just going to keep evolving. It's just exciting to kind of see 
like I feel like I'm in control versus mm-hmm. someone else is in control of my destiny. And I, and I, I, that again, like, I don't want to say like, that's the best route for everyone, but for me and knowing myself and doing all this self-reflection, I was like, this is the way that I'm going to be happiest. No, absolutely. Going this route. I'm glad you keep bringing that up because I try to drive that home here is that there's no one journey that, you know, matches for every single lifestyle. Some people are completely content with, you know, the reliable, I had one girl on here who she's an accountant and she, she just followed that corporate ladder up. She loves the fact that she knows she's going to get a paycheck every two weeks. She knows that she signs on at nine ends at five. And like, that's just the lifestyle she wants. But there's also, you know, a whole other side of people who are like the entrepreneur mindset where they want to work for themselves. They want that hustle. They want that grind. And that's perfect for them. So there is no one right answer, but I think this whole idea of, you know, self-reflection and stepping back and figuring out what internally drives you and what your values are, and then finding something that aligns with that is so important. And I, I love that. That's kind of what got you to where you are today is that, that moment of reflection and figuring out what it was you wanted. hundred percent. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head. And I think the thing that like makes me feel so confident that my future is really bright in kind of the arena that I'm in is because it's like, it's like we all hit hard times, like whatever job or career that you're in, but because I'm in the macro, very excited about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just take those challenges and I just like, I just, I just got to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> it just, yeah. I just got to figure it out. And, uh, and I feel versus, like that's versus, the tagline versus, of this episode is versus, just figure it out. <laughs> versus, versus, versus just giving up, you know, because yeah. I think, um, you know, and, uh, I, and I, and I have to say, like, looking back, it's like, man, like if I just did some more self-reflection when I was a little bit younger and I, I feel mm-hmm. like, um, I'm very happy with where I'm at. And I feel like I've had to learn from all these different experiences to get where I'm at. But like, if I could have figured it out sooner, I'd probably be that, that much farther ahead. <laughs> right. Right. But, but I am also a firm believer that had you not experienced all of those other things that you might not be in this position. So it sounds like you're, 100%. you're on the right track ahead. My zoom is giving me a countdown. So I have to ask before it like cuts me off, but um, I think your story is inspirational. Like I love that you had the balls to just <laughs> leave your job like that. Some of us on the other hand are a little bit more stressed. And like, I know personally, I'm not in a position where I, I think I could mentally handle that. But for somebody who is considering like, you know, I'm sick of my, my, my days, like I'm not looking forward to what my current job is. Do you have any tips or recommendations? I know you talked a lot about reflection, but other things you can do to kind of figure out what you want your next move to be. If, if you're not ready to just step away from, from your career. Yeah. I think, I think just circling back to what we mentioned earlier, um, just uh, doing this, like trying to start that process, maybe if you can, while you have a job where you're making income to mm-hmm. either do that self-reflection to like, try to be as clear as possible and like what really lights you up. And then, and then if you can even start that side hustle while you're still have that other job, you know, to, uh, to keep you afloat, I think that would be a, uh, probably a safer avenue to go down. And, um, but you know, it's like everyone, you know, everyone's, situations a little different and mm-hmm. you know everyone's um passions might be a little bit different so it, it's it's kind of like what's really right for me might not be right for someone else um yeah that, that i think in a in a in a perfect world that's probably what i would say would be the uh the smarter move yeah absolutely well tom thank you so much for joining me for this um 
this interview. I really appreciate it. And your flexibility with figuring out times and all. I know it was kind of a pain and a hassle to get this together, but I really do appreciate it. Megan, thanks so much. And if you, um, you know, I'd love to stay connected with you. If there's anything yeah. else I can help you with, I'll look down the road. Just feel free to reach out. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, also do you, if you want to plug any of like your programs or um, social media, please like use the next 20 seconds here to do so. Uh, yeah. So you can find my website at uh, tommygeefit.com and, okay. um, yeah, well, you know, I have everything pretty much on there about my online coaching and, um, yeah, you can follow me on, on any of my socials, Tommy Fit, and that's it. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much, Tom. Really appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much. Take care. Yep. Bye. All right, friends. So I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. I thought it was a great one, as always. Um, I love talking to people who are able to take that leap out of their comfort zone and go for a new career that aligns with their passions. Like, that just gets me so excited. And I was honestly getting goosebumps just talking with Tom about it because it's something I hope in my near future I will have the balls to do. God, wait, speaking of... (laughs) I'm unprofessional. I was editing this. I don't know if you guys caught that, but at one point I literally said you had the balls to do that. And I was like, oh my God, Megan, that's so like, I get that this is just a fun podcast and I want it to be like authentic, fun conversations, but I'm like, I apologize. God, Um, I'm embarrassed. But anyways, I can talk about myself not having the balls to do something because I don't right now, but I hope one day I maybe like just figure it out a little bit better and am able to just go for something in the way that he did. Um, Sorry, that was a a tangent, but um, I also thought there was one part where he was talking about what is, like, he said, direct quote, what is this hamster wheel I'm running on? And I think that is something that a lot of us feel a lot. Um, You know, the, the cycle of wake up Monday morning, go to your job, you know, get that routine in, whatever. You go to the gym after work, you go home, make dinner, and then you do it all again the next day. And it's just something you're not looking forward to. And I think it's such a fine balance of recognizing that work is work, right? Like, it's there's no job that's going to be sunshine, rainbows, pretty flowers all day, every day, right? Like, there's always going to be aspects of a job that you just despise. However, when it becomes that feeling of, you're just going through the motions and you're just kind of living for the weekends and telling yourself, just get through the day, just get through the week, just get through the year. Like that's when it's time for a change. And I think, um, he even talked about it before, you know, uh, there's going to be challenges that you face as you explore new careers and explore new things to do. But remember like what your values are and, and what's getting you motivated and excited to get, keep going with it because, Things are going to get hard. Things are not going to be all super great all the time. A job is a job, but you never want to be stuck in that cycle of, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. Oh, Saturday, Sunday. I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. Um, That was excessive right there, sorry. Um, But you you get the point, you get the point. Um, And then one other thing that I wanted to circle back on, there's the consultant in me, is it was briefly discussed the idea of you know, immersing yourself in this new career, this new passion, whatever. And then if it doesn't work out, you can always go back. And I think that's so important to remember. I have this horrible problem where I tell, 
for some reason, I, like, this is gonna sound so morbid, but <laughs> I, like, forget that there's so much life ahead of me, you know? It's, I'm, I, I'm 23, I have, I, like, my end point isn't 25, you know? Like, I, I forget that there's, like, <laughs> years and decades and lots of life to be had, and if in 10 years you realize, just kidding, I wish I would have done something else. Like, go for it, right? Who There's there's nothing wrong with trying something and then going back to the original the original job if you realize it's not what at all what you thought. I understand that there's going to be some sort of um, dependency sometimes. Like, if you have kids, that's very challenging and even harder to walk away from something more consistent paying or something that you already know. I can only imagine, you know, you've got to take care of your kids. But... There's also, like, now is the time, if you're not in a position where you have a lot of dependencies on you, now is the time to explore those those other passions and those other lifestyles that you want, because at this point in your life, I'm speaking to the young 20 people, 20-year-olds, 20 and 30-year-olds for that matter. Actually, you know what? I'm speaking to everybody. If, if you think this applies to you, then I'm speaking to you. But you can always go back. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you're scared about what people will think of you, if you are scared that it's not going to work, who cares? You know, like you, first of all, don't be scared of if it doesn't work out because you'll, you'll never know if you don't try one, two, who gives a flying fadoodle? <laughs> what other people think? Like I say it all the time because I need to remind myself all the time. And I think it helps to hear other people say it, but at the end of the day, what other people think of you and how other per- people perceive you shouldn't matter because even if it's about this idea of success and being wealthy and all of all of that stuff that that's what you're concerned about they're judging you are those people you want in your lives anyways and like they go to bed you go to bed thinking about yourself right At, like when we think that people are judging us thinking what is that person doing you know what that thought is it's a 10 second thought that goes like that. And I forget that as amazing as I am, not everybody's thinking about me, Maddie Lobianco, all day, every day. They're thinking about themselves majority of the day. And if they have something mean to say about me in their head, it's for 10 seconds of the year, right? It does, it really, it's, it's, it's a scroll on social media. They say, good God, that's a wonky girl, and then they just scroll past, right? So at the end of the day, you should not throw away your entire life due to what other people are going to think of you. You're comparing your life, which is years and years and years and years of things you can control based off of 10 seconds of other people's perceived judgment. You see what I'm saying? Like, that, that's just silly. That's a silly thought. It's like that whole analogy of would you get pissed if you lost $10 out of your $20,000 bank account or whatever, and it's like the same thing as saying, you know, would you let 10 seconds disrupt your entire day? No, you wouldn't. So basing your entire life off of that, crazy, craziness. Anyways, I feel like I went on such a tangent there, Um, but those were just some of my thoughts that I had after our conversation. Again, I think it's funny because he was saying not to be reactive. And I feel like me wanting to move a bunch is definitely me being reactive to the fact that I need something new and like need some new stimulation. And I haven't quite figured out exactly what it is that I want for my life. Um, so I certainly need to do some self-reflection. Uh, (laughs) 
Actually, I think I've done the self-reflection. I think it's the action that needs to be taken now. At this point, I have a little bit of paralysis or analysis paralysis at this point. Um, you know, just just got big dreams ahead, and I don't know which one, which path I want to follow. Anyways, God, that's enough about me. I've talked quite a bit about myself t- today. Um, but I hope you guys are having a fantastic Monday morning, assuming you're listening to this on a Monday morning, and you are ready to go chase your dreams this week. Um, seize the day, grab the bull by its horns, follow Megan Lobianco, just kidding, follow what on Megan on Instagram and TikTok and whatever. Just send me a message, tell me how your day is going, I love to hear it, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I said that 10 million times. Anyways, okay, just do life. Bye.